excitement. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? I'm barely getting by. Boy, do I love that song. Working nine to five. Thank you, Dolly Parton. You know, that is a timeless song. I forgot we're on air. Hey, I'm Shug Burry. This is him for her radio women's hot topics. I'm so glad you guys are with us. Ladies, I have got a show for you today. As a matter of fact, I think this is the best show out there. John, I don't know if you agree with me or not. Oh, definitely should. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, good. I'll be later. I don't have any choice, do I? (laughs) No, you don't. Yeah, you sound like my husband on that one. But this is the best women's show out there. Why is that? It's because we tell it like it is. We don't mix around on our topics. We get down to the toughest, tackling the hardest topics there is. And who do I have sitting... Next to me to my right, Miss Reagan Kramer. Reagan, thank you for joining me on this crazy ride. I love it, Chug. It's a great ride because it's the best show on earth. It is. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have to owe these people some big Christmas <laughs> presents. I just can't wait. Today we're talking about a topic that people don't often talk about, and it's a women's topic. It's been brought to our attention that we need to talk about this. And so today's hot topic is... Godly women in the workforce. What is the workforce? Well, that's that nine to five job that you go out and you're doing every single day. We're going to talk on this part two with one of my favorite people, Marzi Melzon. She came highly recommended by my friend Reagan Kramer. Reagan, would you introduce her now to our friends? I would love to. Welcome, Marcy. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Marcy is a wife, mother, writer, author, and speaker, as well as a successful executive, entrepreneur, and professional. She started three businesses and climbed the corporate ladder. Marcy is founder and president of Melzon Strategic, a bank management consulting practice that works with community banks that need strategic planning, enterprise risk management, treasury management, and talent management expertise. Marcy is also an executive coach for young bankers. Marcy is a native of Nicaragua and is a first-generation immigrant in the United States. Her journey as a survivor of several natural disasters and war gave her the opportunity to see life from a different perspective, but most importantly, showed her God's love and protection throughout her life. Marcy um, lives in Minneapolis with her wonderful husband, Tim, has two grown children, and Marcy's mission Get this, ladies. This is what I love. Marcy's mission in life is to help working people be successful in every area of their life, not just in corporate America. Right, Marcy? That is correct. Yes. Thank Thank you you. so much for coming on. What a mission field. You know, just a couple of minutes ago, we were chatting, and I had to cut these women off and say, save it for the show, people. I mean, you know, we've got so much to talk about. And you know what I love that you said, Marcy? You said that your mission field is corporate America. 
And that's God's place for you. And, you know, God's got a purpose and a plan for each of our lives. You've got three great books out there. One is called Devotions for Working Women. The other is called The Fire Within, Connect Your Gifts and Your Calling, with Your Calling. And the third is The Friendship Book. And if you're, uh, because you matter to me, and I got to tell you, ladies, you guys matter to me. And, and some of the first people who donate to our website will be receiving one of these books as a gift from Marcy to this ministry. So where do you go? You go to himforherministries.org. You click donate now. Any amount will get a, a book coming your direction. I'm just so excited that you have come, donated these books, and allowed us to use them in our ministry. Thank you, Marcy. Yes, thank you. So I got a question. And you know, I'm an evangelist. I love to share the gospel. I'm one of those weird people. And John's going, I know this. I'm one of those weird people who sit on an airplane and can't wait to see who's going to sit next to me so I can share the gospel. So I'm going to ask you a question from a workplace standpoint of view is as a godly woman, Marcy, in the workplace, tell me, how do you share your faith without being too pushy? Well, one of the first things that I always did when I was with, you know, working with other people, because now I'm on my own, right, is to pray for my boss. I, I have always prayed for my boss, regardless of whatever job I've ever had. Mm. I have prayed for favor with my boss, favor with my employees, and I pray for my employees. I also always have prayed for wisdom. It's like, God, show me the right way. Uh, no one knows you're doing this. This is how you start, mm-hmm. right? And also, as the CFO of the bank, of course, I had to review the financial statements. It's a very practical mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you integrate faith? Well, mm-hmm. I remember I had to review every day my balance sheet and income statement for the bank. And as I scrolled down the reports, I would pray, God, show me if there is anything wrong, mm-hmm. if there is ever any fraud, if we screwed up on any customer's account, anything, show me. And... So that's another way that I would pray for the organization as well. And in addition to that, when, when, when you're working with people, they're always going to have some kind of trouble in life, right? So you hear about it. The kid got sick or, I mean, the, they had to put down the dog, whatever it was. Uh, so I always said, I'm sorry you're going through this. I will pray for you. Mm-hmm. If you just say those words, you know, I will pray for you. And consistently Mm -hmm. saying it to everyone, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pray for you Mm because I do pray. Mm -hmm. And I learned the kids' names, their kids' names, their puppies' names, their kitty cats' names. It's like when you get to know your employees as a person and you have that personal relationship, they they know that you care about them, that they matter to you, like Mm -hmm. you say. So it got to a point that they all knew that I prayed. So whenever now they took the initiative and they would come to my office and say, I know you pray. Can you pray for my yeah. kid or my dad or my mom? Whatever it was. I had to have my box of Kleenex next to me because I had, I mean, I prayed with my employees holding hands at my desk in mm. a bank. Mm. How often do you do that, yeah. right? Yeah. And I didn't initiate it. They would come because I had that consistent pattern of telling them I'll pray. And you know where it all started as I listened to this? It started because you built a relationship with them first and yes. you showed that you cared. Yes. And ladies, that's what it's all about. I mean, if we can yes. just get the love thing right, yes. then we got it going. You know, let's just get the love thing right in Christ. doesn't matter what your position is, whether you're in leadership, 
you know, from the very top or all the way to an entry-level position, I got to tell you, let's get the love thing right. Because not only do you bless other people, but you're glorifying God. You're basically being Jesus with skin on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're doing his work because that's our job. Mm. On the last show, Marcy, I loved how you talked about you climbed the corporate ladder as a young woman, you had two kids, you were working more than 40 hours a week, how God gave you that balance as a mother, and then also to go back to work eventually and start your own company. But in your heart of hearts, you really just wanted to share God's love and help people. So as a godly woman, are there challenges in a leadership position sharing your faith? Uh, yes, there's always a challenge, especially if you are in leadership, because you have that authority over your employees. You Mm -hmm. have what they call positional authority. They're going to do what you say, you know, I mean, of course, if it's not illegal or whatever, but you have that authority. So it could be misunderstood, but you, the way you do it on leadership, like I never had a Bible on my desk, you know, God knows I read my Bible, but it's not at work on my desk. It's, you know, so it's it's a little different than when I worked at a church, Right. right. That was acceptable there. But again, yes, there are challenges when you're in leadership, but let's go back to the the first question. When you build that relationship and that trust and they know that you really care for them. um, I mean, I had a perfect example. I had one of my employees who was an atheist Mm -hmm. and he told me he didn't believe in God. And he had a situation at one point. He came to my office, I mean, crying and everything. Say, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, so I told him, I said, in, it's in these situations when I ask God what to do, mm. because I don't know what to tell you, but mm-hmm. I will ask God to show you. And it was relating to a girlfriend and, and that was moving now. And I'm like, if she's the one for you, you better not lose her because I like her. <laughs> she's good for you. Yeah. And so anyways, they're now Did married. Did you alter your prayer and say, Lord, may, may she stick around because I like her? <laughs> I just knew in my heart they got married. I went, I was invited wow. to the wedding. Wow. And now they have a kid who's going to be one year old. And he is on my daily list of people that I pray for his salvation. I have it right there on my dresser. He doesn't know, Mm. but his wife knows Mm. because the day they got Uh married, I told her, I will Mm. pray for him until you tell me that he's saved. Yeah, you know, so and, and prayer moves the hand of God. I think mm-hmm. we underestimate the power of prayer. You know, people say, oh, all I can do is pray. Hello, that is exactly what we're exactly. supposed to be doing That is our first. job. And yes. I love how you just set that as a foundation. You were praying for your boss. You're praying for the employees. You know, I, and basically, God's going to give you God appointments. Exactly. He's going to yes. say, here's an atheist over here who doesn't know Christ. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to allow you the opportunity uh, Marcy, to be able to share with him your love. And you're getting the love yeah. thing right. I love that. I just had a client, an old client yesterday, come up to me randomly. I saw him at a restaurant. And he says to me, I loved training with you. It was so fun. But I remember we talked about really spiritual things. And he goes, I didn't agree with everything you said because he was an atheist. But I remember our talks. And this is eight years ago. So we know that God's word does not return void. And that exactly. And we're it. sowing the seed. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, I know my life will end someday. And when I get up there, he's going to ask me, what did you do with that person and that person mm-hmm. and that person? Did you share me? Mm-hmm. 
and I better have an answer. And I put Amen. that person in your path. Yes. yes. So you For would. a purpose. Specifically. Mm-hmm. We are the ones who sow the seed. Evangelist is a whole different world. You know, you have a Do different... Do you have an hour? We can <laughs> talk about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but that's, a you know, the evangelist, the gift of evangelist you're going to reap the harvest for mm-hmm. Jesus, but all the rest of us are need to planting you know, seeds. Planting yeah. seeds. Yeah, and, I love it. And we may never see the fruit here, but mm-hmm. when we get up there, I know I'm going to have a bunch of people up there. Amen. Amen. So, Marcy, what is the best advice you can give women in the workplace who want to share their faith, but they just don't know how to start? The first thing, again, foundational is praying. Yeah. Praying for everyone, praying for your job, praying for wisdom in the job. Praying for, uh, you know, for the right decisions. It's like in business, we we have to involve God in our daily business decisions and ask God for opportunities. I tell you, if you ask God for opportunities, he will give it to you yeah. like right there, that day, that very day. And um, yeah, so wisdom, opportunities and love on the people by praying for them. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty. You know, John's waiting for me to get her get real deep down question. (laughs) So, um, you know, here's my thought. I worked in the corporate world for a long time. Now I'm selling for Jesus. But um, as a godly woman, you know, you're in the workplace and you're working. And, you know, I follow politics quite closely and I really enjoy it. But I also get frustrated with some of the old fashioned thinking that there's a glass ceiling in the workplace for women. So I'm just going to hang it out there. I mean, do you as a godly woman see some challenges um, in the workplace as a woman? I mean, I, I do believe that sometimes we have to work three times harder. And, and you said in the first show that you had several strikes against you. What were those? Well, what is I, I said? I was a Latina woman, first generation immigrant with an accent. Yes. There you go. There you go. And you're super intelligent and smart. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, can you just share with us a little bit about that glass ceiling and how you've dealt with that in the workplace? Yeah, there's definitely a glass ceiling, especially for minority. Mm-hmm. Minority women's is double, even worse, right? But, and, and it's interesting that you ask that question because on the book, um, The Fire Within, Connect Your Gifts with Your Calling, uh, chapter 14, one of the, ty- the the chapters is called With a Purpose, There Is No Glass Ceiling. So when we find our kingdom purpose, our calling in life, our mission, our purpose, where you guys have too many English words for that, but it's the same, right? (laughs) When we find that, there is no glass ceiling because God will open doors that no man or woman anywhere can shut. And you just have to be ready to step through in faith, knowing that God will help you and he will equip you with everything that you need to fulfill that calling. So let me read this um, first paragraph. Uh, When you discover your purpose or calling, God will open doors that no man or woman can shut. When you have a purpose, you see beyond the obstacles in front of you and you will go through, around or over them. You, You work through the issues and have the courage to move on despite circumstances. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, when I wrote that question and, and, you know, I didn't know you had that in your chapter. So that's super cool that God has already prepared that way about the glass ceiling. that was perfect. So to basically uh, recap on that, there is no glass ceiling for women as long as God is the one who's opening up the doors. Yes, exactly. In the physical realm, yes, there is a glass ceiling and 
but but when you have that purpose, you go so beyond mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. but I also part of that chapter, what I write is I encourage women. Some women have broken the gra- the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when you're on the other side? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to open the doors for the women coming behind you? Are you going to help others, or are you just going to say, "Heck, no! I did this on my own. I expect you to do it too." Already no. here. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Amen. That's great. So advice. that is the message. If you're just listening, this is him for her radio. H-I-M, number for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. We have got an awesome guest here today, Marcy Melzon, and she has written some fabulous books. Um, I encourage you to go to our website and donate, because if you do, you're going to get this as one of your gifts. And she's got three books out there. One is called Devotions for Working Women. I just highly recommend that you not only donate, but that you look forward to possibly getting this book. The second opportunity is for the book, The Fire Within, Connect your gifts with your calling. That just pumps me up because I love that title, The Fire From Within, or The Fire Within. And the third book is called The Friendship Book, Because You Matter to Me. And I got to tell you, you ladies matter to me. This is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Go to himforherministries.org, and I want you to click Donate Now, and one of these books can be your gift. Thank you again so much, Marcy, for coming and sharing your wisdom with us. Marcy, what brings you the most joy in helping other women? You do so many things for women in the workplace, and it's been a long time you've been doing this many years. But what's, what brings you the most joy? Do you have an example of something that happened? Yes. Um, well, I have mentored many women, young men and women, actually, like over 15 of them. Uh, but I also now coach executive women. Mm. And the fulfillment and satisfaction that I get I mean, I never got to be president of a bank. I never had the chance, but it doesn't matter anymore. Remember I told you on, on part one of the show that my goal career, I wanted mm-hmm. to be president of a bank, but that God took all those mm-hmm. desires away. And now my fulfillment is when I see these women achieving these presidency roles, executive roles in banking, and I want them to go for it and to, I want to be right there behind them. Mm-hmm. I don't need the pat on the back. I don't need the, I had so many C-level titles. I, my business card didn't fit them all. And, but I now understand. What do you mean by C-level titles for those listeners? Oh, thank you. Uh, Chief financial officer. I was chief operating officers, uh, officer. I was also, my last title was chief risk officer. I was executive vice president. I had so many titles, but I know now why God gave me those. Remember I told you that my mission field is corporate America, right? The business, the marketplace, God gave me the credentials. So when I speak to C-level executives, I'm at their level. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I started a bank. I understand. I was on the board of directors. I'm actually now on a, uh, I'm a board director for a bank. So I can talk to them at that level and they respect me. Then I can talk the real thing, which is godly things. Mm -hmm. So... And if you would like Marcy to walk alongside you in some of these areas, um, she's got an organization called Melzon Strategic. I really encourage you guys to go there. Could you tell us what that website is? The website is melzonstrategic.com. Okay. And they can find you there. They can notify you. They can ask uh, some of your counseling services that you offer as well. Um, I love that. That strategic way to look at life. Not only are you doing that in business, you're doing that in your spiritual life as well. Very strategic. That's right. Mm -hmm. But I'm doing it. It's kind of like strategy for God. Amen. With him being the one giving me the ideas. Can you tell us just, uh, uh, just 
for a few minutes about what are some of your greatest joys about working with women in the workplace? Well, I love to coach them. I love to mentor them. Uh, but I really also like to help them with their home life, reminding them that it's not all about career. Mm-hmm. Part of my coaching and mentoring, because, you know, coaching is different than mentoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaching is paid. Mentoring is free. That's mm-hmm. the, the bottom line. And mentoring, uh, you, you know, usually it's an older person mentoring a younger person, right? But one of the things that I that my mentee, one of my mentees says to me, I'll never forget when you told me um, she was having her first baby and I told her, take three months. Do not take any less Mm -hmm. if you can afford it because I have two regrets in my life. One, I only took six weeks with my daughter and I only took eight weeks with my son and my babies were, I mean, I used to cry Mm -hmm. all the way to work, all Mm -hmm. the way home. And talk about the guilt mm-hmm. feeling that we had. It's like it was just not enough time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I mentor them in things like that. And um, just the other day, um, this one lady who's president um, of a bank, her her kid got sick and they ended up in the hospital. And I texted her, I'm praying for you. Remember, home first. Be yeah. with your babies first. Yeah. The banks will run. You know, don't worry about that. And she's like, thank you so much that this incident reminded me of my priorities. So we continually have to remind ourselves of our priorities. And the the God first has to be there. Mm -hmm. The, The God first has to be there. And I love that, too, because in leadership, a lot of women feel alone, especially when they get that is very true positions and they don't have any other. They think they need to just be working most of the time because they have that position. And really, if they have that balance and that encouragement from a mentor like you, they can have that. And and it's true. I mean, I Mm -hmm. was the only woman when I was at the church in the executive team and then the same at the bank. I was the only woman for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And you do feel lonely. And even now in the financial services industry, there's a lot of women in middle management and even at this, um, you know, the chief uh, financial officers and those kind of positions. But the CEO and president, mm-hmm. there's about 10 women in the Twin Cities, and I know them all. Wow. 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 Well, we'll be just praying for God's yes. opportunities to open up that glass ceiling for yeah. each of the women that are out there as they work and strive toward seeking first uh, Christ and God's kingdom, and then everything else will fall in place as well. Um, you know, I want to uh, just turn our attention, if I can, just for a minute on um, some of these things you've written. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking at these covers. Ladies, this is awesome. And I've had an opportunity to go through some of these books. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about each one very briefly? And then, ladies, if you donate anything to him for her ministries.org, we're going to be sending you one of these books. The Devotions for Working Women was my first book. I never knew that I would want to write or anything, but it was February 13, 2004. I was having lunch with my husband, and I'm like, honey, I have so much in my head, in my heart to share with women. I have, I think, because I've always been working, a full-time working mom, I really want to encourage other women that they can be successful both at work and at home. They don't have to lose their marriage. They don't have to not have a relationship with their children. Mm -hmm. So it was his idea. He said, why don't you write a devotional? And I started writing the next day. So that's wow. what it is. Wow. It's a so daily every devotional. day, every yep. day you've got a devotion. I need that one. And it has 12 <laughs> topics. So you can read it by topic, by day, or simply at random. Oh, my and goodness. So, Ladies, you're going to want to get a hold yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. Tell the us second, about the fire within. The fire within, connect your gifts with your calling. It has two parts. The first part is 
to encourage you to discover the gifts that God gave you. The second part is how to connect the two by helping others using your talents. I love that. And that's how you find your calling. And the last book is? The Friendship uh, Book, Because You Matter to Me. Uh, because I left my my friends in Nicaragua and then in mm. Dominican Republic when I left there to come here, I, I dedicated this uh, book to all my friends around the world. Mm. And it's a, it's a book that is meant to be given as a gift. It has 50 poems, friendship poems, and it has 50 photos of my sister's art. Oh, I love wow. that. And then you said you're writing a book, and I want you to come back. Don't tell us about it yet. When it's out, when it's published, would you come back and share that with us? Yes, I will. You I know, can't wait. <laughs> Marcy, you have been such a blessing. Please tell us again the name of your website. It's marciamalson.com. And it's spelled M-A-R-C-I-A-M-A-L-Z-A-H-N.com. I love it. And they can find your books there. They can find That's you right. there. They can get you some of your strategic yes. counseling. Thank you so much, Reagan Kramer, for joining me as my co-host. What a blessing. John, you're rocking it back there for me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Shug. And ladies, if you don't know Jesus Christ... Would today be the day? You just want him to guide you, give you purpose. He knows the plans for your life. Ladies, I am expecting you to rock through that glass ceiling in the corporate world because Christ is in you. This is Shug Burry, Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I love you. Until next time, over and out.